What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hillside Church Podcast. My name is James. I'm here with lead pastor of Hillside Church, Tim Oates. How are you doing, Pastor Tim? I'm doing well. Awesome, guys. Well, we're coming at you with another sermon recap of the week. This time, we'll be recapping the greatest story ever told. Uh, we're going to be kicking off this series for the Christmas season. We're excited about Christmas. Uh, we've got a lot of things happening around here. We've got Christmas trees up. We've got lights up. Uh, we pulled out all the stops, Pastor Tim. How how you feeling about Hillside Church's first Christmas? Oh, I think it's great. I uh, the sanctuary looks good. Uh, the front uh, the front lawn area. We've got uh, all kinds of minions and different uh, things out there. We got a nice. Uh, manger out there and so uh, uh what's the name of that big old snow guy we have olaf olaf yeah. olaf is on the front lawn yeah. so uh it's looking good um i'm excited we you know spent all day saturday trying to put that together and um and so i think that uh, people are noticing it when they drive by because the lights are on so uh so uh it looks good so anyways no i'm excited i'm excited christmas is a great time of year if you can't get excited about Christmas, what can you get excited about? Yeah, that's true. All right, guys, so go ahead and make Hillside Church your home for the holidays. Come check out Hillside Church Sundays at 10 a.m. on Ripon Avenue up in the Orchards in Lewiston, Idaho. We're excited about that. All right, Pastor Tim, let's just dive in. Let's just go ahead and let's kick this off. Let's uh, let's tell the greatest story. Well, uh, one of the things that as we began to prepare uh, this this four-week series on the greatest message uh, or the greatest story ever told, um, one of the things that I, I, I just really felt led to make sure that we start out with and to make the, the point of is before we get started in Genesis and start the, telling the story of the fall of man, I, I, I really wanted to, to share this one verse first and and that was uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 it says no temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it and so one of the things that I talked about was that the that God has always had a plan of redemption um, I felt like the Lord uh, said to me this, this week as I was getting ready that the New Testament was written in the heart of God before the Old Testament was ever lived. And, uh, and I believe that's true. I believe that God had a plan of redemption for us, that Jesus was there in the beginning. Uh, John chapter 1 says that the Word was with God. The Word was with God in the beginning, um, the, and Jesus is the Word. And so um, we know this. We know that uh, Jesus has been shining from the very beginning. And so this plan of redemption is always uh, was not it was not a second thought. It was not a what are we going to do uh, you know later kind of idea. It was absolutely the plan of God all along um, for God to redeem man. He is, and I don't know why he wants to redeem us. I'm going to talk a little bit about that uh, this week. Uh, um, even David says, you know, why are you mindful of men? Uh, this week, I'm going to I'm going to talk a little bit about that uh, in this next week. But um, but last week I talked about just how um, uh, I, I just talked about the, this series and about. Uh, this abundant living that we're not to be conformed to this world that we're be transformed by the renewing of our mind uh, what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God 
um, we are to renew ourselves from above. And God has always done that now and always restored us. But God created man in Genesis chapter 1. So he created man in his image. And the image uh, God created him, male and female. And he blessed them. And he said to them, "Be, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Uh, have dominion over the fishes of the air, over the over the birds of the air, over every living thing on the earth. Now, so God has asked us to be fruitful, to to to, to multiply, to replenish the earth, to subdue the earth, and we are to be doing those things. But what's interesting is that we didn't do that. That wasn't the decision we made. And and I know that you're probably thinking, well, that was Adam and Eve, and they did that, and 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 I'll, and, and they did all that. But but really, the, the truth is that throughout history, even to this day, we have difficulty making God's choices for our lives. We do. Um, there, are John, First uh, John chapter two says that uh, as we read there that that for all that is in the world. The lust of the flesh, the, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is, is not of the Father, but of this world. And then the problem is, is that just like uh, Adam and Eve, we follow the desires uh, of our own heart. We follow the desires of our flesh. We follow the desires um, that, that, that are not from God. We, 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 we follow the things that are, that are from this world. Um, I talked uh, briefly about... Um, in the beginning, I, I talked briefly about that we needed to understand that that really there are three areas that feed us. There, there are our own self, what's within us right now, what's within us, that feeds us. We have what's around us that feeds us. And then there's a third element, which is from above, which is God that feeds us. And if we don't allow God to feed us, and we don't allow the above to feed us, what will feed us is what is around us. And what is around us are the things of this world, the things, and we will become more and more like the world if we allow the world to feed us. And so we have to, really, we have to kind of transform our own way of thinking. We have to transform what's around us. We have to build ourselves into a place where we can, uh, uh, where we can be encouraged and strengthened within from above. And, uh, and we can be an impact of those, on those things that are around us. And so as God has asked us to be fruitful and multiply, and, and we tend to fall into these three, these three areas, uh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, all are areas that we fall into. Uh, we may commit, we may have committed to our lives one of those or all of those areas of, uh, of sin. Um, I kind of talked a little bit more in detail about each of those, but I'm not for the podcast sake today. I won't talk about those, but but those are all areas that tempt us in our lives. Those are all areas that 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 we we look at things too long. We covet things. We we allow things into our eyes, into our hearts, into our minds from the things from this world. And we need to understand that we can overcome those things, just as Jesus did in Matthew chapter four. We read about the three temptations of Jesus: the lust of the flesh, the, the where 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 the the enemy asks him to to turn bread into stone, and Jesus answers with what the word of God, which we have, that he says that man should not live by bread alone, but but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Um, so he overcomes the lust of the flesh, 
And then there's the pride of life where he, where the devil asks him to throw himself off of a cliff and, and have the angels protect him. And Jesus again answers with the word, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Um, and so, so we know that, that, that Jesus overcame the pride of life by the word of God. No matter what's going on within us, around us, we, can, we cannot force a situation to its conclusion unless we first talk to God about it. We can't, we, can't be, we can't be making decisions for this life without asking our Creator what is the purpose for our life and what is the purpose for our situation that we're in. Um, and then we, when we see the last temptation, which was the, the lust of the eye, um, where, where, uh, where the enemy asked uh, Jesus to, uh, to covet the kingdom of God or to covet the kingdom without God. And, uh, and, and Jesus abruptly answers him and says, Away from me, uh, Satan. Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. So uh, the, the, the within, the, the around uh, us cannot be first. It must be the above that's first. And so often we, we, you know, we get all these, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily opposed to self-help books and all those things, but listen, uh, uh, you know, in self-improvement and all those things. But if you get so caught up in what you can do for yourself, if you're so caught up in who you are and, and how you're developing yourself, you can really get lost and, and, and not get the word from above. God has called us to be servants. We are to serve others. Uh, I think where we start to get in trouble in our lives is when we start to get too inwardly focused about us. And we need to serve others and we need to continue to serve others. And I know that that can be, uh, that can be challenging sometimes um, because uh, others sometimes are difficult to serve. But, um, but we've still got to press through. We've got to allow God to work through us and, uh, and just continue to seek, his, uh, seek him and who he is um, and, and those things there. So, uh, and there, and, and because I believe there's nothing wrong with, uh, with looking at beautiful things, but when we begin to worship the creation rather than creator, it becomes a sin. He has created, uh, sex, if you will. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying intimacy with our, with our spouse. Uh, but adultery and fornication, those are sins. Uh, God has created uh, has created food to taste delicious, and we should enjoy food, but but we don't want to become gluttons and uh, and eat too much. Um, although uh, this message was uh, was shared right after Thanksgiving week, so that was kind of a challenge for most of us. Um, finally, there's there's nothing wrong with ambition. Um, how do we um, how do we do? Um, um, there's nothing wrong with ambition. There's nothing wrong uh, with with hard work. However, we fail when we, when we don't give God the glory, when we desire the praise of others uh, instead of the praise of the Lord, when we desire the power and the knowledge for the sake of puffing ourselves up, we become entangled in what's called the pride of life, and we want to avoid those things. So, um, but God made a way of escape. Um, again, as we submit ourselves to God, um, the conclusion would be that that we are all tempted in these ways. Uh, we will all face the lust of the flesh. We will all face the the lust of the eye and the pride of life. But that doesn't have to end our story. That does not have to be the end of our great story. 
The end of our great story can be the story that God has has made for us. In 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 10, verse 13, I read again, No temptation, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. But God is faithful. He who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but will with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. There is always a way of escape. The problem is we're not always interested in that way. And that and we need to, to, to surround ourselves with, with the word. We need to surround ourselves with good counsel, with good people that are going to encourage us that we might find the way of escape to, to break the bonds that are on our lives and to and to live out this life to glorify God and to glorify uh, uh, his way of living. Uh, I, I always I like to share and I often share that I truly believe that if salvation or eternity was not the prize, if you take eternity off the table and you only lived and you just in the whole world just lived according to the word of God and eternity was off the table, that the word of God, would, that this would be the greatest place to live, that our lives are better because of his word. Uh, and I'm glad, now don't misunderstand me, I'm glad that eternity is in the balance, that, that I'm glad that, we can, that we're going to go to heaven, that we're going to see Jesus face to face. I'm glad for that. But if that was not on the table, and just the, the, the way the Bible instructs us to live is, is the best way to live. It is the greatest way to live. It is, a, it, it is through the heart of a servant. It is, it is preferring others over ourselves. It is a great, great way to live. And no matter what the temptation we, uh, we may be, what, what temptation we may be in right now, Jesus felt the same t- temptation. God promises no matter how hard it is, he will always give us a, a way of escape. This is the hope we have in this great story of life, in the greatest story ever told. It cannot be missed. We cannot tell the greatest story. We cannot tell the story of Jesus' birth, death, and resurrection. We can't tell that story if we don't understand that this story is the greatest story that was ever written, the greatest story that was ever told, and the greatest answer has always been and will always be Jesus Christ. You're listening to the Hillside Church podcast. If you'd like more information on Hillside Church, you can find that on hillsideid.church or check us out on our social media accounts. That's hillsidechurch underscore LGLP. That's love God, love people. Have a great week. We love you guys. Stay tuned for the next one. Bye.